This is the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast, and I'm your host, Trudy Simmons from the Daisy Chain Group, providing platforms for women entrepreneurs to be seen and heard. This platform is for women entrepreneurs that want to hear the real stories of what it takes to be yourself and run a business with all the different hats that you might have to wear. These are the stories of the tenacious, the rebellious, and the resilient women that are working towards the future that they want to build for themselves and their families. Hello and welcome and thank you so much for being here. I am here today with the wonderful Jude Wharton from Ready Steady Websites. Jude, I am so thrilled that you've been a part of Shine On You Crazy Daisy book and thank you so much. Ooh, matchings. Uh, thank you so much for doing your chapter in the book. I can't wait to dive in and talk about it, but first, tell us about your business. Okay, well, hello, thank you for having me here. Um, so Ready Steady Websites is an off-the-shelf website and membership site template service, um, which we created because we saw a need for it amongst entrepreneurs who wanted a website that looked really professional, made them stand out, really showed off their business. And the sort of traditional like agency way of doing a website was too expensive for them but also the off-the-shelf website builders weren't creating something quite special enough mm. and so we wanted to fill that gap we wanted to be that middle option where you were using an off-the-shelf template and so it was a lower budget option but you were getting our support support our guidance um, our help kind of just giving some hints and tips around how to make it look like truly professional and um, so that's why Ready Steady websites was created. Amazing. And what I loved reading in your chapter was that a lot of people have children and they see it as a reason to stop working, but you made it the catalyst for starting your business. Why? <laughs> How? <laughs> Because Chris and I were both working in full-time jobs. So Chris is my husband and business partner. Um, we're both working full-time jobs. I was working long hours. He was working really long hours. You know, he was commuting to London. There would be days where he'd leave the house at five in the morning and he wouldn't get back until midnight if they had something that had to go live for a client at a certain time. Um, and so we just decided that, you know, I was pregnant. And if we actually wanted to spend time with this baby as a family and actually see him grow up, then we needed to change something. Um, and so that's why we decided that going into business would be the way to go, that we could hopefully be more flexible in the way that we worked. Um, initially, certainly to start off with, we would be running the business from home, so we would be around. Um, and so, yeah, that's why we decided to go for it, really. It was so that we could have that family life, get that real life balance between the work life and the family life. I love that you started your chapter with, it's 2010, I think it was 2010, I walked out of the company's house with a company in my hand. <laughs> it's just the dramatics. <laughs> I know, yeah, but it felt so weird. Like, mm. you know, I think Chris had always felt like at some point he would like to have his own business. It's not something that I had ever really considered. You know, I had worked in the local authority for 10 years or so at that point and probably become institutionalised, I'll be honest, and just thought, you know, this is what I'm doing. I'm going through all their training programmes and I just I was just finishing like a training programme to be sort of like one of their future leaders. Mm. And like, you know, that's the track I saw myself on. I was just going to go through the process and work my way up the local authority. 
And so to then come out of the accountants and just think, oh, we started a business was kind of weird, but also exciting and so glad I did it. I like I started to coin this phrase after we did it, like to other friends who still worked in the local authority, that there is life after working in the council. Yeah. <laughs> because it kind of felt like this is what we do and we're in our little silo. And mm. yeah, no, it was exciting and so glad we did it. And you work with your husband. How do you find that as a business partnership and outside partnership? How, how do you balance it? How do you manage it? <laughs> now really easily works really well um when we first started working together it was tough I mean we'd both been used to being the manager of projects being the manager of staff making the decisions um so then coming together and kind of both kind of vying for like the control almost um we found it a bit hard um also I think I found it hard as well because people were viewing me as helping Chris with his business. Mm. There was very much, because he'd still obviously started it while I was pregnant and having babies. So I wasn't doing much for the first year or so because I was busy doing that. Um, And so then when I started to work in the business, Chris had already been doing it for a little while. So there was this view that I was basically helping Chris in his business. I was doing a bit of admin for him and that really annoyed me. And I hated that because I'd always been seen as being very good in my role, very respected in my role. And so I think I was battling kind of people's view of me, how I felt about that and almost wanting to be more in charge <laughs> because I wanted to prove a point. Mm. didn't need to prove a point to myself or Chris really, but that's just how I felt. So it took a little while to settle down into our roles, um, but moving the business out of the house was the, like, the catalyst, the thing that made it work better because then we were having to go to work. We were putting ourselves in a professional situation. We weren't at home anymore. We had another guy come and work in the office with us. And then it all clicked. And then we found like our different roles in the business that, you know, I would be leading on the marketing and the finance and that kind of thing. He would be doing the design elements. There'd be some bits around client liaison we both do, but we managed to work out where we sat in the business and then it worked well. And, and now it's just so natural. I mean, there are still days where we'll be planning things at 10.30 at night and we should be going to sleep. And, and so like, we don't have a split between work and life really, it all intermingles, but that's nice because that means that actually we'll go to the gym together and grab a coffee after the school run. Then we won't start work until 10. Yeah. But then we can carry on into the evening still chatting and planning. And so it's nice just to have that kind of fluid way of working. Maybe. But I think you said something really important, which is defining your roles. And when you're in a business or in a partnership or you've got people that work with you or for you, defining those roles are so important right from the beginning so that you, you know who you can be in that business and I think what's in what you said losing yourself and having to kind of scramble to find yourself because other people were putting these labels on you is what's happened to so many women and and to see you thriving now I know Chris is very supportive of you and you're very supportive of him it works when you've got those defined roles yeah definitely and I think yeah like you said in any partnership you're going to need them and I think And what's kind of interesting is, as our roles have become defined in the business and we've had a much more equal share in the business, I think 
we've then that's gone into our lives outside as well we have a very equal share of everything that we do now like to start off with I was very much the one who was kind of in control of what the boys were doing I knew what school was telling us to do this that and the other and that was my domain but the more I do in the business the more Chris does with the school stuff and you know and and it just it's such a collaboration now in all areas of our life that it just it works it works so well and I know I'm lucky to have that mm. I know there are many couples who perhaps wouldn't be able to work in that way but um yeah works for us that's brilliant and one of the things that you talk about as well is, is the the financial peaks and troughs and that being challenging and also your health going up and down as well um how have you navigated the peaks and troughs of health and wealth in your business and and how are you doing with that now we are doing much better with it so when we started out it wasn't ready steady websites with second floor designs and that is our overarching company um ready steady websites is a registered trading name um but and it was just that typical kind of billing for project work. Mm. And that's where the peaks and troughs were coming mm. from. You know, we'd have a big project come in, so we'd bill 50% of it, we'd work on it, bill the other 50%. If the project took longer than we were anticipating, in the middle there was no more money coming in, um, or we'd get a project and then we wouldn't get anything for a month and then we'd get another one. And that was really hard. And that's another reason why Ready City websites were so fantastic for us, that people will sign up and they'll pay, they can pay up front for a year, um, or they'll pay monthly. Um, and then into the second year that everyone's paying monthly for the hosting and everything. So that then created a way of us having a recurring income, mm. um, which has been so much better for us. And we didn't navigate the peaks and troughs particularly well, I'll be honest. We had very stressful months. We had months of worry. What the peaks and troughs did always do is when we had a trough, it did drive us to try and find a way that we can stop it so we tried tried a couple of things before we hit ready steady websites but it did give us that kind of determination if we don't want this to be happening we need to find a way to get out of it and with my health I just I, I just had to learn to anticipate when I wasn't going to be feeling well. So to put it into context, I have lupus and Sjogren's syndrome. I did have Graves' disease, but I no longer have a thyroid. So I don't really know what I call that now, but various autoimmune conditions. And I've just got, got better at, at reading the signs of when I'm starting to not be well. Mm-hmm. Actually going, do you know what? I'm going to have to cut back on something for a week or two just to see if I can nip this in the bud before it gets bad um and that has helped me a lot because I used to just feel so frustrated that my body was letting me down and I didn't like to lose and I just thought I could just carry on and then I couldn't carry on because by carrying on instead of having to take it a bit easy for two weeks I'd have to do nothing for two months yeah and so that was silly um and I don't learn fast when it comes to things like that but I've got there now and it's been a long time since I've had to really stop and do nothing because I have just thought you know what this week there is no gym there is no swimming because I can't do that as well as everything else or this week I'm gonna have to cancel evening networking because I need to just be flopped and doing nothing in the evening and so I have got better with that and I just it's kind of I think the peaks and troughs in finance they'll still happen a bit Mm -hmm. even if we've got a recurring income there'll obviously be months that are better than others 
And it's just something that we've learned to accept that that's how it's going to be in our type of business um, and not to panic so much and to trust that the good months will come again mm-hmm. and that the reserves are enough to keep us going because that's another thing we've done. We've made sure that we've got financial reserves mm-hmm. there now. And with my health, it's just, well, it's here to stay. <laughs> but it's the lessons we learn, isn't it? It's definitely the lessons that we learn along the way. What's one lesson that you've learned that you would want every entrepreneur to know? See, when you said that you were going to ask me what's one lesson, obviously I was like, well, there's two. (laughs) Go on. I'm going to use two. So the first thing is to network. Like that, I feel that networking was, I definitely underrated networking when I started in business. Um, And it's just, it's such an important part of business, not only because you get yourself out there and people get to know who you are so in my case, when people are looking for websites, other people go, we know who you should ask. Mm. But also having that support, having those people that you can go, what do you do when this happens to you in your business? Or, oh, I'm feeling like this right now. And people to understand it and just support you and get it. Um, so definitely networking. Um, and the other thing is to just just be patient and consistent which is something that again I wasn't I'm still not great at but I definitely wasn't good at at the start of running our business um and realizing you know it's not going to happen straight away you are just going to have to put yourself out there consistently for a while and then people will start to know you then people will start to see what you're putting out there people Mm. will start to trust you people will start to see how awesome your product is and, um, and it's hard. It is hard to do that when at the start you feel like you are going to networking and no one's recommending you or you are putting stuff out there on social media or whatever your marketing method is and nothing's happening. But I did see that moment with Ready Steady websites that all of a sudden I was like, oh, people are talking about us. Yeah. Oh, we've, ha- we've had two people buy this week who we don't even know. And when those things start to happen, it's like, oh, all of that was worth it now. So, yeah, consistency, patience and networking. Wow. So that's three. Just yep. yeah. um, <laughs> um, What is your favourite business book? My favourite business book is Donald Miller's Building a Story Brand. So if anyone has ever seen me talking on other platforms or been on any of our challenges, they'll know that this is my favourite business book because I talk about it a lot. It is a book that just made marketing make sense. Mm. It's a very, very practical book. He gives some fantastic advice. I mean, I like it especially because he has a whole chapter dedicated to your website and how important your website is and the things you should be doing on your website to make it actually work for your business. Um, But there's other elements as well. Like he talks about using storytelling in business and he talks about using it in a really sensible way like not a way that you have to expose all your deepest darkest feelings and Mm. dark moments and everything but in a way that actually gets your brand out there in a story and it's fantastic so Donald Miller building a story brand every business owner should own one fantastic thank you so much for being in the book for your fantastic chapter and the people that you're going to inspire just from reading that first line of 2010, walking <laughs> out of the office with my company in hand. It is, um, it's, it's a pleasure reading it over and over. So thank you so much for being involved, Jude. Well, thank you for asking me to be involved. <laughs> thank you for listening. 
If you like what you've heard, please leave a review and come back for more inspiration. And if you're ready for more motivation, please go to my website and buy the Shine On You Crazy Daisy series of books with inspirational and motivating stories from businesswomen around the world. But wait, there's more. Come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership for just £27 per month. We will give you the knowledge that you need in a workshop and the support and encouragement to implement for the growth of your business. More details are available on my website, www.thedaisychaingroup.com.